the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Morning, everybody. It is a Saturday, September 23, 2023, and what a Saturday it is. 710 KNUS. I'm Peter Boyles. Good morning, everyone. 710 KNUS Weather Center. Weather, it's beauty. 78 today. Tomorrow for MC1, 79. Monday, back to work. It is 82 degrees. Uh, there isn't, isn't anybody better. Please say good morning. Welcome back to the show. They're dear friends. They're talents. Please say good morning. Welcome back to the Hitman, Joe Williams and Sandy Clough. You guys, good morning. Thanks for doing the show. Hi, Pete. Hi, Joe. Hey, Pete. Hey. Hi, Sandy. Hey, guys. Well, as you know, the topic is Coach Prime. And I don't know anything about X's and O's, so that's nothing we're going to talk about. But just this explosion that's happened in Boulder, I don't know who wants to go first. And then, of course, about the game today in Oregon that I've stayed away from because I have no skill. But we'll start with the hitman, Joe Williams, who has followed Boulder for the longest time. Joe, what do you do with all of this? Well, right now I'd say the best thing that's happened to see you is they don't have to play Air Force. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I knew. I knew out of the box it was going to be good. (laughs) You know, they're – uh, obviously, the thing about it that kills me is that they are the story. Uh, yeah. I mean, they're all over the networks. Uh, not even, uh, not even just the football shows. I mean, general news. Uh, he was on sixty minutes last oh, yeah. week. Yeah, yeah, second time. Yeah, it's it's just been crazy. And of course, the shot in the arm to CU Athletics, and of course, their department, and all the money I think that they paid him. Only their controller knows whether it's worth it or not. But that place is sold out, and there's a vibe up there. And it doesn't seem to matter, you know, uh, whether they win games or not. We'll find that out today because they're probably going to lose to Oregon. Ooh. But the fact is, is they have been winning games, ugly or, or whatever. The, the, the CS, hey, CSU had been beat. And uh, the CSU coach lost his nerve there at the end. And I, I think they realized, hey, we're not supposed to win this. And so they didn't. CSU's been trying to figure out ways to lose games for years and years. The only guy I've ever seen do it up there is Sonny Lubick. But that being said, uh, Boulder is on the college football map, and they're going to have him for at least another year, and then he'll be gone someplace else. Wow. Hopefully he won't take all his players with him. Sandy, what do you think? Woo, Sandy. Um, I, I'm more optimistic that it'll stay longer uh, than just a year. Um I think there are two points uh, to make, two main points to make. Uh, the interest is real. It's not hype. Um, I, I've been reading with great interest uh, the postings beneath uh, the many articles that have come out on CU, the many commentaries and so on, and it's uh, split about 50-50. Uh, there are plenty of people certainly who resent the attention that – Colorado is getting, but it is undeniable that regardless of what happens from here on out, uh, I suppose short of a nine-game losing streak, 
Deion Sanders has proven his point. And the point and is, I don't think there can be any debate about that. The point is that you can resurrect a program in six months. That's the point. You can't. Yeah, or you nine can months. now. You can nine certainly months. do it now. You can with do the it. NIL. You can do yeah. it. Yeah. I think he is also. Uh, Maybe he hasn't proven it absolutely, but he's gone a long way toward proving that this really can't be replicated elsewhere because there is no coach in America who is more famous than Deion Sanders. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean football famous. Uh, Kirby Smart is football famous. Dabo Sweeney is football famous. Both could walk through Central Park in its entirety and not one person would recognize them. Deion Sanders couldn't go five yards in Central Park without being surrounded and proceeding through the rest of the park as the Pied Piper he is every time CU begins a home game um, within 90 minutes of the start of the game, Deion Sanders is circling the stadium, uh, particularly uh, – the uh, side of the stadium where the students mainly sit, and the students are paying homage to Deion Sanders. Uh, That's how he'd be anywhere, though. That's the kind of fame he has. He has cultural fame. He has societal fame. He doesn't just have football fame, and he connects with young players in a way that no other coach in America does. Well so all that, all that is undeniable. It's also undeniable that Shadur Sanders is at worst the third best quarterback in college football wow. today. And I think he is the best quarterback in the state, including Russell Wilson at the present time. Woo. The, t- <laughs> the man, both here, Sandy Clough and Joe Wims. What I want to, I'm going to bring it up because we, we used to have a running gag, I think, because I've worked with both of you guys for so many years. And they would talk about what is famous. And I'd said, they used to have a, a, a line that there's only one person. Now, now I think there are two. And I'm not sure it's only back just to one that lives in Colorado and doesn't live in Aspen. That you could get off the plane in L.A. and people would point. Of and course. One person. So, so hit me I think it's Peyton Manning. Well, everybody knows who he is, that's yeah. for sure. I mean, I, and, uh, I think it once was John Elway, but I think too much time has now gone by. I don't yeah, know. I, I, I think it's Elway, but if you're talking about people who are currently active, it's Dion. And, yeah, well, yeah, it's Peyton Manning, and it's probably still John Elway, if you're talking specifically about Los Angeles, yeah. I suspect John Or, or New York. Or New York. I, but, I don't but, care. Or, or New York. Yeah. Or New York. Uh, yeah. I, I think it would be those three. I don't think it would be Sean Payton. No. Do either of you? I don't no. think it would be Russell Wilson. No. I think it might be Sierra, but I don't think it would be yeah. Russell Wilson. No, that's well said. I mean, this was back before the arrival of Coach Prime and – you know, and and uh, and the Elway era was still alive, but it was it was John Elway, and I could think I could not think of another person that could get off the airplane. It certainly wasn't Hickenlooper, you know. It, it wasn't it wasn't Bill Owens. It, I mean, no no one knew who anybody was, and if you didn't live in Aspen, you know, and then 
but again, I think Peyton Manning would get pointed at. Pointed at uh, Coach Prime would get swarmed. Yeah, that's, that's the difference. That's yeah, the difference. Get swarmed. And, yeah. and Peyton Manning, uh, you know, was very attractive on uh, the television commercials he does. Yeah. Uh, but you see, speaking of television, you see Dion a lot more than you see Peyton Manning oh, on television. Know, Sandy White, you said, and back to Joe. This is this is lead story stuff. This isn't like now we're going to go to the sports desk and here's Biff to read the scores. This is <laughs> this. I mean, he's a lead. He's he, and they, you know, I was mentioning to uh, to Brother Jeff and talking about the overnight Nielsen's in that game, Joe, that you were talking about. At one thirty in the morning, they still had eleven point five million sets of eyes on that game. Now, to what does right. that what does that mean to a sponsor? Well, I know my sister who lives on the East Coast, and she's not particularly a CU fan at all. And she was watching it at two thirty in the morning yeah. when it ended. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, you know, and I would assume there are uh, millions more uh, that have got their interest. Hey, look, I think the key here is. I mean, he is. He has proved, and I, I'll tell you something else. I think he's a good coach. I don't think he's just a celebrity. I think the guy can coach. I think he can uh, inspire people. Uh, I think he's smart enough. He doesn't worry about the X's and O's because he can hire guys to do that, which he did, bringing in the guy from Kent State and the other guy to run the defense from Alabama. And uh, he can focus on, you know, getting inside these uh, young guys' heads and uh, getting them ready to go, coaching them up. You know, uh, getting them ready. You know, I, I can remember uh, Bill McCartney uh, back when, you know, the Buffs were at, at a similar low level before McCartney arrived. And Sandy remembers this, too. And uh, you couldn't uh, – you, you go out in the press box. There weren't 10 people in the press box at the CU games. This, this is back in the Chuck Fairbanks era. And then McCartney came in, and, of course, it t- turned it around, but he didn't do it nearly, of course, as fast as – as uh, Coach Prime had. Of course, they didn't have NIL uh, then either. But McCartney, much more than an X's and O's guy, he was a guy who coached the coaches. And then he let the coaches do the – they basically would do the game and uh, they'd run the plays and all that stuff. And uh, he'd sit back and, you know, he'd fire them up. And they'd have big games. And, of course, everybody knows that McCartney had circled the Nebraska game in red from day one when he got here. And uh, that's when Nebraska, of course, had beaten CU, I think, 16 straight years mm-hmm. or some, some god-awful thing. But the thing that McCartney did, and I think Dion does the same thing, and he's the first one I've seen do it. McCartney not only got the team fired up, he got the whole state fired up and got everybody behind what was going on up there in Boulder. And I see this same kind of thing mm. happening right now. And I'm just not as uh, optimistic as some others are about uh, how long this is going to last. I think when Shadur goes, I think Dion goes right behind him. Wow. And it may be the, the NFL. Uh, I, I'm not sure exactly if Dion wants to stay uh, in the in college. He They may throw so much money at him, although I don't know how much he – I don't know if he needs anybody, but uh, I, I just see him going – when his son goes, I think he goes too. He signed, enjoy it while you can. Yeah. It's, it's the hitman, of course, Joe Williams, the one and only Sandy Clough. Um, Prime signed a five-year, twenty. I had to research all of this for the show prep. It um, five-year, twenty-nine point five million dollar contract with Colorado. But what's interesting, and back to Sandy, 
He's cashing in on his likeness, his persona, his catchphrases. Uh, the, the sunglasses deal I thought was great that they're called blenders. What do I know? Blenders eyewear. And they made blenders made $4.5 million in sales after the CSU coach criticized him for wearing sunglasses at a press conference. And my Correct, and, and a hat. And a hat, yes. Although the, the, the CSU coach wears a hat, uh, a visor, actually, mm-hmm. all the time in public. But having said that, conference. but having said but, that. What I, whatever, how, having said all that, I, I think Dion Sanders uh, and, and Shadur Sanders are, are a fascinating combination, and it is altogether possible. I, I'm not saying it's probable, but I think it's altogether possible that Shadur Sanders can make more money staying in college at CU next year than he could by turning pro. And by staying in college, uh, following the 2024 season, he would likely be the number one overall pick. Uh, Right now, that number one overall pick would probably be Caleb Williams. Mm -hmm. But even Caleb Williams' father is saying, hey, he may come back. And I think Caleb Williams might be the only guy making more money in uh, name, image, likeness than Deion Sanders' son, Shadur, is making. So it may be uh, more profitable for both of them, more lucrative for both of them to stay another year. Uh, But whether or not that happens, um, I think he wants to prove one more thing. He wants to prove that this is sustainable. Now, whether that's two years, three years, I, I don't know. I can't guarantee he'll be the head coach at the University of Colorado five years from now. He probably can't guarantee uh, that he'll be the coach five years from now, a year from now, two years from now. Who knows? He has said on the record that he can't motivate pros the same way he motivates these kids. He has said that. He has said, basically, my stuff doesn't work in the NFL. It just doesn't. They make too much money. And he is not about making money as a football coach. What he's about is having total control, which Colorado gave him, which TCU could have given him and didn't, which CSU could have given him and didn't, which, hell, Auburn could have given him and didn't. Uh, Now, he interviewed at a couple of those places, not Auburn, but that's the key in college football. These administrators, these boosters, they don't want to give up control to anybody, especially a black man. Wow. And Deion Sanders didn't have to demand total control at CU. He got it from Rick George. That was the heart of Rick George appeal uh, to Deion Sanders last fall. You can have everything. And he didn't mean money. He meant control. He meant control. And you can overturn this program in an unprecedented way if you think that's the best way to go. And we will back you. We will back everything you do. We will back everything you say. It's going to be hard for Deion Sanders to find that anywhere else. But Joe is right. There will be at least seven teams in the NFL after this year that will want to interview Deion Sanders. I can start with the Chicago Bears. But it hardly ends there. The Chicago Bears would love to have Deion Sanders right now coaching their football team. Joe, I know one one thing. He could sell cow turds and they'd call him Frisbees. Yeah. No, listen. (laughs) 
the sales of CU Buffs gear, this is just gearing up for the show, in the team's online store jumped 505%. Sales so far this month, 764% above full revenue in September 2022. Um, he, let me come back. When Brother Jeff was on and we were talking about him being this uh, maybe the first, and Joe, you know, you and I have talked forever about Joe Lewis. We've talked about, um, about Jackie Robinson crossing, you know, the, the line and all this kind of stuff. Is it is is he in, is he in this that line of being the guy that can cross over and 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 blow it up like certainly certainly like Jackie Robinson. Well, um, I, I was surprised myself that everything that took place. I mean, I, I knew him uh, as, you know, a uh, terrific athlete, both mm-hmm. football and baseball. Not very many people could ever do what he did. But uh, I'm not sure that I saw all this coming, what he did at CU. I was kind of – I was uh, skeptical at first, really, when he turned over the uh, the roster completely – and I thought, I wonder what if they know what they're doing. And, you know, he's coming from an uh, uh, HBCU school uh, going into Power 5 conference football. And, you know what, he proved me, uh, he, uh, he proved me wrong because I was, I was doubtful about all this. And although I know they're not going to win the national title, and I think winning six games is probably their ceiling this year, mm. I'm guessing. I agree. Starting today. I think it I, still is. Yeah, I'm thinking that, but it'll be interesting to see what he can do uh, when he brings in some wide bodies, which is what he's got to have up front, you know, and then uh, turn them loose. And if Shadur comes back, and as Sandy was saying, and he plays another year, then next year they they might be able to compete for the national championship. And all this uh, attention, I think, will go on. And uh, because there's so much more media now than when Joe Lewis – uh, you know, everything, oh, everything's changed. People, but, yeah, people had radios. That was yeah. about it. And, you know, you'd read in the newspapers. But, yeah, I would say that uh, Deion Sanders, it depends on the generation you're talking to, mm-hmm. but he's eclipsed anything anybody else has ever done. Just look at yeah. look at the exposure. No, but my point, Sandy Clough and Joe the Hitman Williams, Peter Boyle, 710 KNUS, talking about Coach Prime. But there's more to this, at least it seems to me, then X's and O's on the field. Sandy, um, and again, I don't have anybody's expertise on you two guys, but I, I see this as a, a cultural explosion. Um, am I out of line? There's no doubt about that. Look at the people who were attending last week. Oh, and really uh, uh, I, I, I sat in the stands last week. I've seen all three games in person. I sat in the stands for uh, all three, actually, because I think sometimes you get uh, – uh, kind of an antiseptic feeling in the press box, but I'd been in the stands for all three games. And uh, I took my daughter last week, and uh, she went to CSU, but she is fascinated by Dion oh. and what he is doing at uh, CU. And uh, I must admit, fellas, that when little Wayne came on <laughs> at the start of the game mm-hmm. with a mic in his hand, yeah. uh I didn't recognize him right away. Uh, My daughter did and thought it was great. And some of us old timers look at that and say, well, 
that was a distraction having master p and lil wayne and rock uh, the rock was there. who knows yeah. the rock was yeah. there and everything uh, and all the rest and uh, it, it, I, I joked with my daughter uh, when some people were saying it was a distraction to the players. I said, hell, I think the players loved it. It might have been a distraction to the coaches, though, because, boy, did they get out coached last Saturday night by CSU. Right, there it is. Yes, they did. <laughs> All right, back to Hitman. Hitman, is this a only sports thing? Because, you know, our friends over at KOA, they have three big things going on. you got the end of the Rockies, which has been – horrible uh the the broncos which is you know tba will be announced and these guys which of the three do you think and i know you're wired into a lot of good friends which do you think is most the biggest ratings getter for the koa right now are you kidding yeah (laughs) no i know the answer the the broncos are as irrelevant as they have ever been yes the rockies are going to lose 100 games for the first time in their history. Yes. And Colorado is as relevant as it has ever been. Now, that doesn't mean they have the best team they've ever had, because I don't think they do. And I don't think they do by a long shot. Uh, I think Bill McCartney had better teams. I think Rick Neuhaus had better teams. I think it's altogether possible Gary Barnett had better teams. And I know Eddie Crowder had better teams. Oh, I don't okay. even. I don't even. Sandy, I don't even think they're the I, best team in the state here. I don't think they could beat Air Force. I think so. Air Force is the best team in the state. Wow. Yeah, However, the most interesting team, the most interesting team, not only in the state, not only in the region, but in the entire country, NFL, major college football. On any other level, mm-hmm. is the University of Colorado. Let me, let me and bring that's it because of Deion Sanders. Yeah, well, absolutely. Let me bring it back to your Denver Broncos. Um, knowing a little bit about how ratings work, and I looked at the overnights and the Nielsen stuff when you guys were talking about it. Who was still watching at one thirty, two o'clock in the morning? That's music to the ears of the, I don't know, the Greater Metro Chevy dealers or you know whomever. That's big time stuff. I suspect that if you were selling time over at KOA, uh, the price of uh, the, pr- the the price has gone up significantly since I almost used a bad word there. But the price has gone up. Uh, what do you what do you think it's gone up, Hitman? How much since since this guy hit the wall? Well, I'm sure they had contracts locked in, and uh, those who bought in early, mm-hmm. I'm sure they they're glad with what they've got. Uh, because it just keeps better and better. But once again, you know, everybody loves a winner. Yeah. All right. And this is going to tail off a little bit, starting today, probably. All right. And uh, we'll see what happens. What if They're they get by? Of- what if they hit, man? What What if they do get by? What if What if CU, I mean, you know, I, like I said, I know, I know nothing about football, but what if CU gets by and beats beats Oregon? Then what? Well, then they play Southern Cal next week, and the, every every media outlet in the country is going to be in Boulder. <laughs> They're here now. <laughs> They're, because they, yeah. I know, I know, but just think about that. That may they, happen they, anyway. That may yeah, happen yeah. anyway. Already, more than yeah. twenty NFL scouts and personnel people have applied for credentials next week. I don't care if they lose by forty today. All those people will show up next oh, week. Oh, yeah. Sandy's right uh, about for no that. other reason than to watch Shadir Sanders. Now, to the competitive aspect, I agree with Joe. Uh, you get past Shadur Sanders among healthy players who are draft eligible. And by the way, 
uh, Travis Hunter is neither draft eligible uh, nor healthy at the present time. But you get past Shadur Sanders, you can't find a number one pick. I like these receivers that they have even without Travis Hunter on a college level, but they're mid to late round picks at best. Uh, The the star of the team is Shadur Sanders among those that are draft eligible. And he is, he is getting the attention of the national football league right now. Um, As far as the cultural piece, um, I don't think it makes much difference whether they win or lose. And I think they're going to lose today too. Uh, I don't know if it'll be by 10, 20, 30 or more. I have no idea. I I have no idea. Let me bounce this one. I have no idea. But Oregon is really good. Uh, Oregon is by far the best team CU has placed uh, on their schedule so far. Uh, TCU is ranked 17th. Uh, I I love the people who say now, uh, three weeks later, well, TCU wasn't that good. Mm. They they don't appear to be that good because Colorado beat them. (laughs) And Colorado beat them straight up, fair and square, uh, Colorado had a big lead. Colorado also had to come be- uh, from behind several times in that game. Uh, Nebraska looked fine against Minnesota, except they lost a close game the way they always do. Colorado made them look like a joke. Uh, CSU caught them. Uh, and Jay Norvell, uh, I agree totally with Joe. Uh, everything was fine with Jay Norvell until they got to overtime. CU scored, then CSU responded. It's 35-34. You have to go for two. At that yeah, point. that was you the big mistake. Yeah. You cannot yeah. let CU have the ball again. You either win or lose on one play from the three-yard line. You have the ball. You have that much control over the outcome. You know you can't stop CU at that point. So that was an error. But uh, CSU was more prepared for CU than Nebraska was, than TCU was. And Oregon will be that much more prepared today, although their loudmouth coach probably didn't help them a whole lot when he said, uh, this game will be played on the field, not on YouTube. YouTube. No, I saw, I saw that. Of course, a direct yeah. shot yeah. at Deion Sanders. Yeah, no. The guys are here. Uh, you guys call time because I know you're having busy days. The sales of Colorado Buffalo gear, I had to go look this up. Team's online store has jumped 505%. Sales so far this month, 764%. The 22,457 season tickets have been sold. First time in 27 years, they got sellouts. Um, man, I mean, th- th- this is, uh, there's something going on here that's well, well beyond anything that I can understand, but it's more than well, it's more every than one. home game has sold out, Pete and Joe. And uh, Joe knows this. And he, you probably don't. Every home game is now a sellout. Yes. And they, they aren't fiddling around. I know because last week uh, I managed to find a seat. Uh, but uh, I had to maneuver around a little bit, and nobody sits down at CU games. That's the other thing. If you've been in the stands for either of their home games so far, you know that everyone is standing from start to finish. Maybe at halftime they sit down. Maybe. They are standing right throughout the course of the game. You guys have stayed way past what you said you would. Let me get predictions and then... Um, there, we got a lot of a lot of nasty email email text messaging this morning. I, I wasn't I was kind of surprised that it came up, but it did. Um, how do they finish the year? 
And what happens and what, again, this is one of those hypothetics, if Coach Prime gets them past Oregon? And, Joe, I'll turn it over to you. What's the rest of the year look like, and then what if? Well, if he gets them past Oregon, obviously that would uh, – they're a 21-point underdog. So if he goes on the road and and pulls this off – you know, it's going to be even. It's going to be even more of the same. It'll be easier to uh, easier to look back tomorrow and say what if. But you know, you can't count them out for sure. Uh, based on what we have seen, I'm not going to count them out. Sandy's right about that coach at Oregon opening his big mouth. I don't know why in the world you'd do anything like that. Uh, you know, at this point, he's got the superior team, talent level wise. But uh, I would think to answer your question, Pete. I think their ceiling is six wins. I don't think they can beat uh, the uh, Oregon States of the world because they uh, see you as susceptible to any team that can run the ball on the ground and keep the ball. Shadur Sanders can't make any magic when he's over there holding his helmet on the sideline. That's what Air Force has done to see you the last two times they've played them. They just can't get the ball back. And uh, the teams that are going to give them trouble, uh, like or like Oregon State, uh, like Utah, uh, they'll just play keep away. And that's why I believe I could be wrong, of course. I've been wrong before many, many times. Drummed out of Denver Talk Radio 10 years ago with very little fanfare. And I think that proves how wrong, I, <laughs> how wrong I've been <laughs> over the years. <laughs> and, uh, but I, I, think, I think their season, six, seven wins would be the limit. And if, God forbid, if they do happen to beat Oregon and then they come back here and play USC, all bets are off. All bets are off. Sandy, same questions. Um, I would have bet maybe not my life savings, but uh, three-quarters of my life savings on TCU beating them on opening day. I thought they might give uh, an impressive showing but would still lose. So, uh, like Joe, I've been dead wrong right throughout i thought four or five wins going into this season would be a tremendous year but four or five wins would not make them bowl eligible right now i see them beating from here the two arizona schools although one of those games will be on the road and i see them beating stanford on homecoming saturday Uh, that gets them to six wins any win beyond that to me is gravy sure there's a chance they could win at let's say UCLA, uh, let's say Oregon State at home. Uh, I don't think they'd win both, but could they win one of those games, get the seven? Yes. Uh, all I know is this. If they only have five wins going into the last two weeks at Washington State and Utah, I suspect they will not make it to six. Wow. So they need they need six wins uh, going into their, their last uh, two games. Uh, they need to be at least six and four uh, to get into a bowl game because I don't think they'll win uh, in Pullman and I don't think they'll win at Utah either. Uh, but we have been surprised all year long, and I think uh, uh, it, it's remarkable to me how resentful other programs, Boy. Uh, other fans who root for other programs can be when it comes to CU. Man. Just wait. Any week now, they'll be exposed. Any week, any no. week, any week, any week. And they keep winning. Uh, they keep winning. And, yes, they're not a good defensive team. 
they're outside the top 100 in several major defensive categories. Yes, it's true. They can't run the ball. Uh, their best offensive lineman is Van Wells, the center. He's hurt. He may or may not play today. He missed the game last week. The two tackles are huge, but they aren't great players. Uh, Deion Sanders will have something to sell, though, to uh, linemen in the trenches next year. To defensive linemen, he sells them on, we have Travis Hunter leading the best secondary in major college football. And on offense to offensive linemen, he'll be able to say, especially if Shadur Sanders comes back, we have the best offense and particularly the best passing game in all of college football. And that will be a great selling point. But for right now, CU is weak in the trenches. They are very slow at linebacker. All those crossing patterns that CSU ran last week, they executed uh, without much difficulty. CU has definite flaws, and now they have to play without Travis Hunter. And this is the first full game today. They'll have to play without Travis Hunter, their best wide receiver, and by far their best defensive player. And Joe and I talked about with uh, our financial planning, and Joe and I were together back then, and Joe said he was going to retire at 62, and he said he could live comfortably for about 11 minutes. So. <laughs> well, well, Joe, Remember, uh, you have to understand about Joe, he has a very ambitious lifestyle. I, oh, he's, there's no one better, and... Uh, we're, I'm texting uh, a little bit with DMAC and uh, see if we can get him on the TV gig with us or the radio side with us. But it's 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 radio, fellas. That's the answer. And um, I I just you know the stuff at KOA right now, it has to really be a scramble because we all have wonderful dear friends that work there, and you got to believe that CU has overtaken your. Your, your Denver Broncos and your Denver Broncos, if they lose and flounder, I mean, and Colorado, the Rockies for, forget. I mean, there's there's not even an excuse for that anymore. So it's really been interesting stuff. You guys made my morning. You and Brother Jeff, I uh, you, you talk sports and I I'm, I'm incapable. But CU and Oregon predictions, they got the odds. I was reading the spread line too, Joe. I know that you look at that stuff and. Everybody has, um, everybody has Oregon. Well, the boys. Have well, I'm, I'm going to say just to tick people off, uh, Oregon will win big, but it'll be forty to twenty. So bet see you in the points. That's a backdoor cover. That's, That's what a backdoor back cover. cover. That's right. That's a backdoor cover. All right. <laughs> I love you both. All right, Pete. Joe, thanks. thanks. Sandy, as always. I love you guys. See, Thank you very see much. See you, Sandy. Thanks, guys. Okay. Uh, we okay. go to open lines, 303-696-1971. Good morning. Um, I still, I mean, it was good to hear them talk sports because they can. I can't. But Coach Prime, man, this is a cultural phenomenon. And um, I, I'm going to go meet a bunch of guys today on motorcycles, but I'm sure I can catch the second half of this game. My friends, Danny Kaplis and the Kaplis Law Firm. Danny's the only attorney in Colorado history to uh, win five straight multi-million dollar jury verdicts in a motor vehicle crash cases. He and his partners, and these are young guys coming out of the DA's office, they won the largest truck crash jury verdict in Colorado history. The firm's history of seven- and eight-figure settlements and verdicts speaks for itself. They're a firm where good people of all walks of life, without regard to ability to pay, receive the level of legal representation that everybody deserves. 
Danny believes, and it's true, he's my friend, talks cheap, experience counts, results matter. The firm would be happy to share with you its track record of outstanding jury verdicts, out-of-court settlements. Capitalist Law Firm believes that who you hire says a lot about you to everybody involved in the case. You choose a law firm that shares your values. Our family went through some stuff a few years ago, and Danny was the man. You need Danny's help. You call him at 303-770-5551-303-770-5551 or Capitalist Law on the Internet, C-A-P-L-I-S-Law.com. Here we go. Morning, everybody. A Saturday coming across the finals finish line, September 23rd, 2023. I'm Peter Boyles. Let's go to the phones. Hey, Don, you waited. Good morning. You're on the show. Uh, good afternoon. Uh, good morning. So morning, yeah. Take, good morning, yeah, Uncle Pete. How's it going? Take a shot at it. Yeah, it's well. Thank you. Good. Um, I have. Uh, if I told your screen, I have somebody of a contrarian view of this. Um, let me uh, put this in a little bit of context first. Um, uh, Deion Sanders. I, I've been kind of a casual Deion Sanders watcher since he was pr- playing in the pros, uh, and he's always struck people as he's always rub people the wrong way for some strange reason. I think it's just he tends to be pretty confident and pretty outspoken. Um, it's pretty difficult to kind of avoid the CU story right now. What to be, but I'm sitting here doing laundry and I'm 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 listening to your show and I'm doing <laughs> Thank you. laundry and I'm sitting here I'm sitting here I'm sitting here listening to your show and I just I just kind of thought to myself, I haven't watched a CU game in like fifteen, twenty years. Neither have I. Yeah, and I simply thought about it, and I thought, I really just frankly don't care. <laughs> well, but that's okay, too, but the ratings yeah. don't say that, and the revenue yeah. that's been spent, the money that's been spent, don't. I'm, I'm not telling you wrong, but, boy, all the trends and the money goes opposite from what you're saying. Yeah, um, don't get me wrong. I know I'm in the minority. You can't really avoid the story if you if you're tuning into any kind of local media. Even uh, na- even yeah. national. I mean, and again, there's, you know, there's the sports media and then there's the, the straight media or the story media. And 60 Minutes, last Sunday night, 60 Minutes, and for the second time, features the guy. Now, do with that as you may at 60 Minutes, but that's, that's prime time. Yeah, that's, yeah, um... Don't get me wrong. I, I I wish nothing but you know good things for the guy in the program at CU. But uh, you know, as as I'm sitting here thinking to myself, it, it just just frankly just doesn't affect me. And ever since they oh, went no. through the kneeling, yeah, the I, kneeling I, stuff. Yeah, I I, yeah, uh, back, I I unlike yourself, I didn't. I, I went to one CU game about eleven thousand years ago. They played um, Nebraska. Nebraska crushed them. There was a bunch of farmers were there dressed in red, and I thought the whole thing was, you know, it's kind of interesting to watch, but I didn't, but I, you know, I haven't, I can't tell you the last time I was at a Bronco game. I can't tell you the last time I was at the Nuggets or even gone to a baseball game. I, I, uh, I don't. So, uh, but to me, when I started reading about this and started watching this, oh, like two and a half, three weeks ago. Um, and it's it's a phenomenon. Yeah, I I I think that's I think that's a good way to uh, to explain it. It's a phenomenon. It's you know, but as uh, 
as uh, Joe Joe Williams and uh, Sandy Clough said, you know, six games. It'll be interesting to see what happens after they lose a couple. Of games. But here's here's you know, my here's my question to you, and yeah. and, and to, I question myself the same way. So. Is this more or less about football or more or less about culture and media? Perhaps you put the media on a, on a tail on that. Um, I think it's I think it's beyond football because and, and you know and I, I look at local news like probably like you do, but um, he is he is the story now. Yeah, I think it. I think it is more about culture than football. I mean, just, you know, just listen to some of the stuff coming off the wall. I hate, you know, that kind of tells me something. Oh man, you know, if, if you sit down and listen to, listen to the guy, you know, as I said, it's kind of hard to avoid it. He's, he's very much a man of faith, and I, and I find it interesting. There seem to be more people who, who don't don't listen to the message and are more concerned about the messenger. To me. It, to me, if I have any interest in that, that seems to be interesting to me. Well, you know, I listen, and we had three experts on this morning, uh, Brother Jeff and, and, of course, Sandy and Joe. And Sandy, I think, and Jeff arrived at the same place. Um, Joe thinks that, you know, he's 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 a one-year, he's one and done. And, you know, I wouldn't argue with any any one of those three about anything coming to do with this. But if they get by this team today, they're they're the three. I'll just read it. What it says: the th- number nineteen, three and zero Buffs playing the number ten Oregon Ducks, who are also three and zero. What do you yeah. think? What what do you think will happen? I mean, this thing's going to have a huge number anyhow, especially if it I, if it, I, if it plays I, tight. I I I can't even give you a good guess. I. You know, you can you can put in an eyedropper what I know about college football. The both the both of us, the both of us. Yeah, so I, you know, as I said before, you know, I wish nothing but good things for uh, Coach Sanders and and the guys at CU. But you know, it'll be. It, I guess it would be nice if they beat the Ducks, but who knows? I think I think it's that that old saying: only time will tell. Well, in the long run, how does how does how well, right, now? What do you think? Who's the ratings getter? Because that's money. Um, do you think? Do you think? And then we got to take a break. Do you think it's the Rockies? Uh, do you think it's your Colorado Buffaloes or your Denver Broncos? Oh, the Buffalo. Yeah. I, I I don't I don't think there's even much of a debate about that. I mean, God knows when the Broncos will turn it around, and the Rockies is pretty much beyond whatever. Yeah. No. I, I'm no. I'm because that's then what what yeah. was. Willie the actor Sutton, when someone said, Willie, why do you rob banks? And Willie said, because that's where the money is. And, yeah, that's where the money is. And so what, where, the, where do you think the money is now? The money's with Coach Prime. Oh, the money's in Boulder. Absolutely. Or the game. Or all yeah. of it. Or all of it. All of it. Hey, good call, Don. Thanks, man. Thank you on a Saturday. Uh, Louie, we've got to turn around here a little bit. 710 KNUS. Thanks, everybody. See you next Saturday. I'll see you during the week. And Stefan's on the uh, 710KNUS.com on the shoot. And, Louie, you did it again, brother. You put it together. Thank you to Joe Williams and to Sandy Clough and one and only brother Jeff. I'll see you next Saturday. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.